Good morning and good evening. My name is Darian Willis, and this podcast is going to be like anything you've ever listened to. I'm not going to be talking about anything news related. I'm going to be telling a story. Each and every podcast will be an episode of said story, and then it's all completely off of the top of my brain. I may have a few bullet points here and there, but that'll just be for reference sake and where I've left off. That being said, once again, my name is Darian and this is my story. Stay tuned for the first chapter, The Depths. Chapter one, The Depths. Quiet, I say. The man said, Have you not heard of who's listening? Who's listening? Another man retorted kind of stubbornly. Zarek. Zarek Ba. The overlord of this world. I have never heard of a Zarek. Or any overlord, for that matter. (laughs) He was joined in by a bunch of laughter as well. (sighs) Sighed the old man as he shook his head. He was blessed by the gods and shunned by royalty. His powers know no bound. And yet you mock his stories. He's always listening. He will come for you if you provoke him. He will strip any and all life from your body. He will make it so nobody will remember your name. Mock if you want to. Zarek will kill you if you are not compliant with his rule. We all should be thankful that he has not stepped his foot inside these doors as much as we talk. I am. And I do my best not to be on his bad side. The old man said quietly, <laughs> well, if I ever meet this Zarek guy, I'll be sure to let him know how I feel about him and his lordship. But until then, boys, let's get one more drink before we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. The old man just went to the bar, ordered his drink, and sat off in silence, uttering small prayers to what God he knew and hoped that Zarek would spare their lives. A few hours later, that same rambunctious group of men left the bar. Left the bar. It's a quiet night. The meadows were nice and chilled. Really good for hunting. 
Amidst the laughter, they see a long, slender figure standing there with a hooded cloak. The one biggest, the biggest man nudges his partner. Get a load of this guy. What do you think his deal is? Well, I don't know. Looks like he's ready to be fucked up, though. I agree. Let's go give him a nice warm welcome, shall we? Yeah. They all approach him. Slowly. But not too slowly as to make sure that they are still intimidating looking. The man turns around and pulls down his hood to see a long, long-faced man, chiseled jawline, but still long face. His hair was down to his back in coiled braids. His eyes were golden brown, and underneath of it all was packed tons and tons of muscle. I hear you don't believe in folk tales. The figure spoke. Well, I'm not so much for folk tales. <laughs> All they are is just little bedtime stories to tell our kids the way they can get them to listen. You really should believe in folk tales. Some of them might be true. Oh, yeah, like what? The Hop and the Hodler? The Princess and the Frog? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Ali Graba and his 29 men. All those true? The folktale of Zarek Ba is one that should always be remembered and always observed in reverence. That one is true. <laughs> First the old man, and now you. What is wrong with this town? This is the last time we're going to come over here. What is this town called anyway? Lochterhaven? Leicesterhaven? It's Lesterhaven. And this is where I live. And you're causing a disturbance. Please leave. Now this guy thinks he's a sheriff? Man, today can't be getting any better. <sighs> Give me my axe. One of the other henchmen run over to the back, or to the back of the line, <clears throat> and pull and brandish a large war axe. Two-sided with a blade etched with dragons throughout its steel. Its hilt was long and of oak held certain brute force properties I'm giving you one last chance please leave before I kill you suddenly the ground started to tremble cheap tricks let's see how you measure up to me ah! The ogre, ogreish of a man charges. He swings wildly with his axe. Take this! 
a high arcing swing. The figure just slightly steps to the side. It seems like you missed, friend. Please leave. I will not ask again. He kept on swinging, but to no avail. It was like he was hitting nothing more than air or a cloud. I have warned you, he said. Now I will make you leave. I told you you should believe in folktales. My name is Zarek Bah. And I rule this world. And I rule you. And yet you still dare challenge my existence. I tried to be nice to you. Now you will suffer my wrath. The ground began to shake even more violently, succumbing, causing small splinters in the, gra in the gravel. I warned you. And you still did not listen. Arise, my warriors. Arise. The skeletons of the bones that I have squashed. Feed upon their flesh. All goes silent. Silent. <laughs> was that it? A cute little speech about a screwy folk tale, some parlor tricks to shake the ground, and maybe even just maybe a little bit of magic. I am impressed at your speed and agility to where I cannot hit you. Get them, boys. They all go to bum rush him. As a hand peeks up out the ground and snatches an ankle, ripping it clear off the bone. Ah! A man screams. My leg! He took my leg! The scrambles. Where did it come from? Everybody look down, look down, look down. Get to higher ground. There is no higher ground. We're in a meadow. Everybody stay calm. Silence, silence again. More hands grab legs and snatch ankles. Four more victims fell prey to the hands. Arise, my warrior, and finish off your quarry, he says. In front of him, the hand preaks out the ground again, followed by another hand and then a head glowing red. Bones slowly getting their muscles back. More, 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 it says. As the muscular form charges at the people, screams of agony and torture and pain commence. What's my name? The figure shouts. What's my 
name. More hands erupted from the ground. Screaming. Wailing. Taking the men. Dragging them down to the depths. And as the last one, the biggest one, slowly was eaten and pulled down, he uttered the words. He uttered his name. Zarek. End of chapter one. Chapter 2 Alone in a Castle After the short battle, Zarek moseyed on home. It was a short distance away. After a short distance, he came upon his castle. It wasn't a large castle. Zarek really didn't believe in all of the lavish things like the nobles used to before his rule began. It was a simple, medium-sized castle. At least, that's how it looked on the outside. On the inside of the castle was a marvelous array of statues and animal heads and weaponries galore with gold and copper floors, bookshelves, 
vast fire pits to illuminate the areas. A banquet hall fit for any party. And a training den where he throws his prisoners and eventually kills them. Walking through the castle walls is done up by an enchantment to where it looks like there's a door, but really all you have to do is walk in. Any intruder who tries to do the same will immediately get his decapitated, whereas he will run into a bait of spikes. Zarek has hundreds and thousands of servants tending to his castle, and to him as well. I mean, he's a ruler of everything. Gotta have some perks. They greet him with a humble bow and begin to address the current affairs. Lord Zedek. What is it, Waddles? Waddles was Zarek's butler. A short simile of a man who got injured by Zarek's blast one day. Zarek took pity on him and took him under his wing, nursed him to health. He was permanently maimed, whereas his name waddles because he has to waddle to get from point A to point B. Zarek could have healed him, but he kept his injury there to remind him that he is all benevolent. He could heal him at any time, but he will not. Lord Zedek, we have a few of the townspeople wanting to discuss a disturbing band of um, rogues that have just entered. Also, it is about time that you think about maybe having an heiress, my lord? Or heir? You aren't getting any younger. Sure, my lord, you are all powerful. But don't you get lonely in this castle with just your slaves and servants? Just a question, my lord. Please do not kill me out of your divine anger. (sighs) Zarek sighed. I appreciate your concern, Waddles. I really do. But don't you think that you should worry about your own life and livelihood of that of your daughter and your wife. For that is why you serve me, is it not? So that way they do not die or I do not kill them or take them to be my own slaves. Do not overstep your boundaries. I am perfectly capable of finding an heir. I can knock up any wench. I refuse to bed any woman unless it's for my general pleasure. Wherefore, I will kill them if they are pregnant. It's just the way of the world. Now, show me to these villagers so I can tell them that their problems are already dealt with. Zarek then was led to his, to his banquet hall where they all gathered. Zarek didn't believe in a throne room because, to be quite honest, he didn't feel like a king. All he was was a tyrant, and he knew it. So he did not need a throne. They all met in the banquet hall where the chefs 
graciously cooked them food. They ate their fill as they addressed their situations to Zarek. Lord Zedek, there has been a band, a band, I'm sorry, I cannot speak. I am so, so nervous right now. Lord Zedek, there is a band of ruffians just passing through our humble little town. Their ringleader is a very big orcish fellow. We do not have the manpower to take them on, my lord. We are but a weak town. Why you decided to grace us with your presence is beyond my wildest fathoms. Nonetheless, nonetheless, we are grateful that you chose this town. But my lord, what will we do? We fear that the next time they go to our tavern, they'll wind up trying to rape our women. A pleasure that is only solely our lords. See, you see, Waddles, this guy gets it. He understands my position here. He knows that I am all powerful, and he knows that in a snap of a finger, I could end his miserable life. Sir, did the chefs give you enough to eat? Oh, yes, my lord. Yes, the food was astounding. It's not like anything I've ever eaten. I dare say I would love to know your secret. Ah, that makes me happy, sir. Maybe one day I'll force you to work in the kitchen so you'll find out and bring it home to your family. That being said, I have already taken care of the bandits. I happened to run into them when I was at the bar myself. I needed a little bit of fresh air and I needed a drink. So, I went ahead and disposed of them. There is no traces left. You can go home in peace. Oh, thank you, Your Grace. Thank you, your power knows no bounds. Goodness. Can you, can you retell the tale of how you decimated it? Nobody likes a suck-up, sir. Please leave. Take the villagers with you. Also, please, take food home. What you did not feed, what you did not eat. Sorry, I'm mocking you now. <laughs> what you did not eat, please, please take home. For if not, it'll just go to either two ways or to the dogs. Now! <clears throat> Zarek, Zarek said as he rose and left with water slowly behind him. Lord Zedek! That was ever so gracious of you. Waddles, be gone. Go home to your family. You're off for the rest of the day. <clears throat> ladies. Three ladies immediate. Three young women, servant ladies, all dressed in light blue robes, came to his aid. Yes, my lord. How may I be of service to you? 
<clears throat> I need you to run me a bath, please. Very hot, very steamy. Almost to where it could kill me. But my lord, we don't have that kind of heat. Use what little magic you have and figure it out. Yes, my lord, yes, my lord, yes, my lord. They all hurried and scurried away. He was now alone in the front room, ascending the stairs to go to the bathroom to take his bath. Thinking to himself of the time when he wasn't alone in the castle. But a small shack here in Leicestertown. Him, his mother, his father, his baby brother, they all stayed in the small town and were happy. <clears throat> Until the nobles came. They ransacked the village. Burned down houses. Killed and raped parents and women and children. They destroyed everything. All that Zarek knew. The most horrific thing that they did. After they killed his father in front of him. Struck him down by a lightning bolt. They raped their mother. They raped her. Mercilessly. Forced him to watch. Zarek struggled to get away but couldn't. Their voices still ring in his ears. His mother's tears still burn in his retinas. But the most despicable act that they have could have done and that they did do. They took the babe. They held him by his legs and slammed him through the wall, killing him instantly. There was no sounds muttered, just a still baby bleeding. It was at that moment that Zarek lost it. He lost his mind, he lost his soul, he lost everything that he loved and held dear. And an awakening of arcane power just erupted, murdering everyone in his path. The sheer magnitude of what had happened in front of him was so devastating that an explosion of energy just... Man. Alas, I digress. The small village where he once lived was no longer a happy place. Zarek fled for many years until he came returning. The nobles had once again ruled over here. In a matter of hours, Zarek liberated the royals, killed every one of them, mounting their head on spikes to alert the villagers that he was now the lord of the town. A few moments later, Zarek was in his bathtub. Two of the ladies remained in the bathtub with him to wash him. He sat back against the breasts of one of them. Excuse me, 
Yes, my lord. Can I ask what your name is? My name is Sicily. Sicily, my lord. It's such a beautiful name. Thank you. It is a pleasure that you are now washing my body, Miss Sicily. Please continue. The maiden washed gingerly, stroking every ounce of his muscles, gingerly going over his scars as the other lady washed his feet, washed his legs, washed his manhood. Be careful, lady. You keep on touching that something bad might happen to you. Or good, depending on if you like it. The second one stopped in her tracks and then blushed. Yes, my lord, I am so sorry. <clears throat> the young lady went to get up out of the bathroom or out of the bathtub in embarrassment. Did I tell you to stop? Xerix snapped. Freezing, making the maiden freeze in terror. No, no, my lord. Did I tell any of you to do anything other than what you were doing? No, no, my lord, they both respond. Xerix slowly gets up. Drop to your knees. My, my, my lord, please. I, I beg of you to your knees now the maiden did as she was told open your mouth my, my lord Whoosh! a loud slap filled the area I said do as you're told open your mouth she does so Zarek thrusts his cock deep down her throat and holds it and holds it and holds it. She eventually cannot breathe and chokes and dies. Zarek motioned to the other two ladies to take her body out and throw it to the back into the wolves. They all do as they're told, hurriedly. Zarek then sinks back down in the tub. Foolish boy. You are no better than the royals that you killed that long ago. Who knows? Maybe one day someone will come and kill you. Zarek muttered. End of chapter two.